0: This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to be. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes.
1: This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Saturdays from three to six, so I can get the work, which is this Saturday, next Saturday, the thirtieth, and also I'm on from five to seven on Thursday, filling in for Erickson. Thank you for that, uh, Eric. Um, I am. I do try to feed you the red pill. It's true. I'm sorry, <laughs> but we have to take the red pill because otherwise we're being jerked around by this propaganda that's designed to make us emotional and go for policies that uh that violate our basic rights and and that's what this is all about. So um today we're talking about the big stories of 2017 but in the context of what are the agenda items at play here? Why do you have why is Russia collusion regardless of any evidence or lack of evidence just constantly in the news with no actual news? It's designed to divide us. It's designed to justify federalizing elections i mean that's just an example but but what but the fact that it's the media it's all the stories we're talking about are always headlines it's i mean the nature of the beast you know the way to to get everybody on the same page is through this propaganda machine and that's where that's where the battle's taking place so we've got to uh just stay true to the touchstones of principles and apply those principles to every story that comes up. So I want to do that now. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. What do you think, Binkley? You got a tweet for me? You got a comment? What do you think? Uh, I
2: I have one from Elaine, who she says one of the biggest stories of the year is how the Obama administration used the dossier for a FISA warrant to spy on the Trump campaign.
1: I appreciate people engaging and looking for the deeper answers. I personally think that the battle is being, uh, should be fought above this idea of parties. Like, I don't think the deep state is Obama holdovers. I think the deep state killed JFK. You know, like, that's not, I don't think that that's the, where the focus should be. And I, I often think this stuff is, uh, these little side stories are there to make us think that, that these, that, people on the left and right at that level are as emotionally committed to the ideals and the party as we are but i don't think they are i think they know that that joining forces and getting bigger government more money um everybody passes stuff around for their friends and as long as they give the appearance that both sides are fighting the good fight then the constituents Will fight each other and uh, and they still get their big spending bills passed. They, they're going to get their big infrastructure bill passed, is my guess. And even like with this tax bill, which people act like is a Republican victory, it increases the deficits. But worse, it neutralizes, I think, because it attacks the educated class. And an example of that, not because of the tax bill, but what I'm talking about is when you see doctors go to D.C. Rand Paul, Ron Paul, Tom Price. Uh, you know, they're they. You you might think that they're there. It's possible they're there because they're smart and they care. They're not. They didn't decide to make a life in politics. They decided to try to fight what's with, with for what's right. Let's just say, uh, Tom Price is probably you know I don't think he's a libertarian, so he's not going to be my top choice. Same thing with Jeff Sessions. He's not. But you look and those guys are being neutralized. Tom Price was neutralized. He was taken out. And Jeff Sessions' seat, he got a 97% popular vote when he was elected to that Senate seat that Roy Moore lost to a Democrat. Get your mind around that. I mean, that was the most—that was the reddest statistic I've ever seen in my life, and that guy is gone. And and so, I mean, you you got—I can't help but think that that it's a concerted effort, whoever's behind it or— I don't know what, but they're they're flipping stuff and it's happening. So I don't really think that it's Obama v Trump and and if Trump wins we get the Bill of Rights back. I don't think that. Uh I'm gonna go to some calls though and uh let's go to Reggie and Decatur. Hi Reggie, you're on with Monica.
3: How you doing, Monica? Uh Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Um well I'd just like to know that the, the high or the should I say the low life of the year that I still believe and think that the lamestream, mainstream news media, along with the majority, the majority of all main, mainstream, mainstream radio talk shows, are still very highly obsessed with President Donald J. Trump instead of talking about what's really going on in, in the world. You know, There are things going on all around the world, yet they're, they're either not talking about it at all, or they're rarely talking about it.
1: I totally agree, and I want you to give me one example of what you think is an important story that's really not being talked about.
3: Well, you know... About the, the war no not the war in Iraq, but about the kids in Iraq getting killed, I guess.
1: The whole the whole Middle Eastern war issue, there yeah. is crazy stuff going over there. Look at look at Saudi Arabia. We our guys went over there yeah. and like a week later, the all of a sudden the ruling guy who's struggling for power says, Oh my gosh, I had no idea. But every single other guy who's competing with me for power is a criminal and I need to confiscate all his money. Yeah. <laughs> And that's it. And it's like, wow, that's insane that that just happened. It could portend something really dramatic happening over there or moving the embassy to Jerusalem, which was, you know, it was actually was passed by our legislators. And our presidents kept pushing it back because they knew it could light uh, a fire over there, a tinderbox, whatever, and really create some uh, some violence and some reaction, which a lot of times political stuff is done to create reactions so right. there's a lot of moving pieces over there we are we're behind the scenes in this war in Yemen yeah. and uh it's not crystal clear to me that these are not just I mean everyone's like well Iran is behind it's like I, I don't know why you know right. why are they behind it? you know like yeah you have to dig in a little bit um but that would take a lot of time and effort and attention I'm not giving you the answer because You know, it would take us a long time to and and open minds and take the emotion out of it to try to really understand the right and wrong of it, the implications. And and they don't even you're right. The mainstream media doesn't even begin to scratch the surface on that stuff. And actually, my opinion has changed about domestic versus foreign policy. Domestic. I think that it's all about foreign policy. It's all about the people who have access to power have influenced power in the western world wanting to shape the entire world kind of make it a big consumerist society where all the money just funnels up to the top uh and and this stuff is part of that putting down peoples uh i think that that is a much more important issue but but i do think that defending the bill of rights to the death is the uh, is the one thing that we can do is because I think it's more important than uh, they're letting on and and that's why they put so much effort into spinning these stories that will get us to uh, want to agree on relinquishing our rights a little bit I think uh, so the sexual harassment stuff is a way to get rid of the Fifth Amendment that requires due process in order that people who want to run for office or have a politically powerful message can be neutralized, pulled out of favor. The Orlando killer's wife is, has just been made to incriminate herself and she's, I think it's a test and guilt by association. These are attacks on the fifth amendment, whether you think they're all guilty or not. I think that these are all ways to take events and get us to uh, accept censorship and surveillance, even pre-crime um, guilty before uh, proven innocence, which is why when people who I think are patsies, like Kate Steinle's alleged killer, or, we're going to get to this later in the show, Basil Ellaby, who was accused of blowing up the Atlanta Bridge or burning it down, these guys are not uh, aren't being convicted of the crimes they're accused of, and then that makes people mad. There's something wrong with the criminal justice system. But I would say maybe dig a little deeper and see if Uh, maybe these accusations are levied for political purposes and they don't even care if they can make them stick or not because once the cat's out of the bag and once we've been trained to assume that the media wouldn't say it because they'd be liable or whatever, I don't even think that's true. Anyway, I want to get to another call. Joe in Norcross, you're on with Monica.
3: Hi, Monica. Um, Monica, the media would have you believe that uh, Roy Moore lost in Alabama uh, because this sexual harassment stuff although that was probably a factor, and it drove up the right end vote. That's not why Moore lost. Moore lost because he said that uh, Alabama would be better off uh, if they still had slavery, and that he would do away with all amendments to the Constitution except the first 10. Of course, that included doing away with slavery and the Equal Rights Amendment and so on and so forth.
1: <coughs> you, you got to wonder how a guy that like that gets so far and then loses a seat like that, um, you know, like, you gotta wonder if if the the people at the top on both parties are colluding to go ahead and flip this out, I personally think the GOP wants to be the minority party so they can act like they're fighting the good fight, but still sell us down the river to their crony friends and not actually have to deliver on repealing Obamacare or whatever. And what do you think, Joe? Any chance of that?
3: I don't know. I, I, I don't agree with that, but I do. I do think this, you know, it was awfully, an awfully stupid thing to do. And, um, one more thing: It's come out since the election that Rosie O'Donnell offered one of these women a million dollars to come forward with the story. And there's no question in my mind these women were paid. Now that never came out. But when the uh, Attorney General wins, wins sessions wins the state by ninety seven percent, and then Moore loses, the difference was ninety seven percent of the vote in Montgomery, uh, Alabama, with the blacks primarily went for his opponents and you can't win when you infuriate the black vote that much and energize them that much and they
1: must have been voting for sessions because he got 97 percent of the popular vote of the state
3: but he didn't make those kind of remarks
1: no i know but i'm saying like you it's not like it was a a race-based decision you know what i mean they were all all four sessions so I, to lose that, I feel like there was a, you know, a plot afoot. And, and I was even reading some stuff on VoterGA.org. I got to go. But saying that Ossoff, there's some, there was some funny business that Ossoff might have actually won, which makes me think that this whole thing was like a psyop Get put all that effort into get people to really understand you have got to get out and vote and then you really flip the south in 2018 but you know that's me down the rabbit hole i'm going to tell you some more of my picks 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB-TALK and tell me what you think are the biggest stories of 2017 you can tweet at me at monica perez show
0: monica perez this will not stand you know this aggression will not stand man on news 955 5 at am 750 wsb
1: Mix of clouds and sun, cooler tomorrow, high of fifty six. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. And uh Binkley is here to correct the record a little bit. Do you you wanna verify what the um or refute what the last caller said? What what's the uh issue?
2: Rosie O'Donnell Tweeted out, made a statement that she would all she would give two million dollars cash to senators willing to vote for um, or to vote against the tax, to vote a no on the tax plan, and Bill O'Reilly teased that there's a video where it's going to prove that women were paid to um, accuse Trump of sexual harassment. So I think he might have been combining stories. So the there.
1: caller before the break was saying that Rosie O'Donnell was being. She was offering paid. victims, yeah. Yeah, okay. But it's really two separate stories. So yeah. we don't want to slander Rosie O'Donnell. I'm sure I'm not on the She's same side so sweet. of politics as she is. However, <laughs> um, you got to get the accusations right. So, all right. So we're talking about the implications of things that happened in 2017. I kind of have been speaking very quickly about this stuff. One thing that that we have been talking about, and I want to talk about more um in the next segment, is the divide and conquer stuff. You were way, the anti-fa versus the neo-Nazis, for example. So I, I think there was evidence to the effect that Charlottesville uh, had some controlled opposition behind it. And I know that when I say stuff like that, people are like, You're, you need a tinfoil hat. But when, you know, a beloved Fox personality says something like that, then, yeah, it's the deep state. So I think all of these things have controlled opposition on both sides because uh, conflict is the ideology of tyranny. But you were kind of way ahead of it. Now we're running out of time. But um, uh, you knew that the Kaepernick taking a knee would escalate to flags and other symbols. Remember that?
2: Yes, (laughs) I do. (laughs)
1: Way to keep it concise. (laughs) Um, Let's talk about it more Uh, Right after the break. (laughs) And uh, and actually, I think that we've done some podcasts. I think we probably did some robust podcasts on that. So we do a podcast. You can also get the podcast of this show without commercials. On our website, PropagandaReportDaily.com. And uh, I feel like that's very generous that WSB lets us put that up with our commercials. And I do want to hear from you, though, what you think were the most important stories. And if you disagree with some of my interpretations, I'd love to hear that, too. 404-8720-750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show.
0: Monica Perez.
1: You maniac! You
0: blew it up! On News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB.
1: I am your Libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And I am on normally 3 to 6 when I'm not pushed around for UJ Sports, which is fine with me. They uh, definitely pay some bills and people love it. But it can be hard to find my show. So we post our podcast of this show and also Binkley, my producer, and I do um, podcasts that kind of get a little deeper into these subjects. And you can get those... Commercial-free streams at com, And uh, you—but right now what we're talking about is um, the biggest stories of 2017 in the context of why they're important. Not, you know, wow, did you—I'm not just giving you the facts. I want— to dig a little deeper and say, how are these being used to promote policy agendas that that basically are promoting the totalitarian dictatorship of world government that I think the uh, you know, there are some big, powerful people, institutions um, that do make plans like this. And you can dig back into books like Tragedy and Hope or Foundations of Their Power and Influence by a lawyer who... Ran the Rees Commission uh, for the House on American Activities Committee, who was looking to explain that there are institutions that have that that intentionally subvert this country. Um, you can see Anthony Sutton's trilogy about uh, Wall Street and the Bolsheviks, Wall Street and Hitler, Wall Street and FDR, about the money powers getting in there and manipulating geopolitics, even leading to war for their own benefit and that so when i see the media i feel like you're the big you know the themes that are battered into your head night and day and uh you know i think they're trying to get us to continue to give up our power to uh you know you can whatever you want to call it the military industrial complex the banking interest i don't know so, on that note, call me and tell me what you think is important. 404 750 800 WSB Talk. You could tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Binkley, what uh, you got a tweet for me?
2: I do. I, I have a tweet from Senator Rand Paul who says. He tweeted me? Yeah, he did.
1: <laughs> he has called me.
2: I know. I've heard the story.
1: <laughs> How many times have you heard the story, Binkley? A lot, but it's hilarious. <laughs> like that story. <laughs> you can find that story on the videos on my website, right. MonicaPerezShare.com. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he tweeted everybody, right? Yeah. He, okay. well, <laughs>
2: uh, he tweeted me. that he wants to pause and wish a real Donald Trump a happy Festivus because we told him that he needs to take today off since he airs his grievances every day on Twitter.
1: That is funny because Rand Paul every year airs grievances on Festivus, which is a Seinfeld holiday. But it's funny because his grievances are usually pretty good, but I wonder if uh, if they've told Senator Paul to button his lip, because one of the things, and actually goes into the category of one of my um, top stories of 2017, is this idea of the deplorables in the crosshairs. And uh, a while ago, you and I talked about a movie I'd seen when it first came out called Hell in High Water, and I said, you know, I think... They're going to make like the working class white guy, the the despised minority, you know, to be kicked around, whatever. And uh, and that, boy, has that come true. That That's like a prediction I'm going to write on my shortlist. So next Saturday, I'm going to do the predictions that were big wins and big fails for us and also what we look at for 2018. That was, I think, a big win. And a lot of things go into that, such as. The Vegas shooting, which was at a country music festival. The Sutherland Springs shooting, a little town in Texas. Um, I think the congressional shooting where they, some, you know, whatever, Antifa, Sympathizer, I don't know what. Definitely a guy from the left. Some people, I someone suggested to me it might have been Rand Paul, who was supposedly the target at the congressional shooting. And I kind of slept it off, except for that. Rand Paul was inexplicably attacked and six of his ribs were broken in a story that just makes no sense. Like he was just tackled and six or I mean, six ribs broken, I think, is when somebody kicks the crap out of you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. So who knows if we're going to get Senator Paul's airing of grievances this year? I don't know. <laughs> it's OK, man. You don't. I mean what can you do if you can't whatever the next thing that you're gonna lose your teeth um (laughs) anyway so i see that and i see all that stuff as as really attacks on our um on our rights it's it's a way to i think there's like an end run around what were grassroots republicans um simple folk (laughs) without temptation the simple folk who uh are being targeted In this movement to flip the South, flip the sixth, I call it flip the flyover states, they're being targeted from anywhere from healthcare outcomes to I saw colleges are trying to pull people out of these communities, wars and drafts, and, uh, and the service always pulls people out of these communities. And um, and I think the point is to is to weaken what were strongholds of individualism, people who really responded to Ron Paul's message of read the Bill of Rights, read the Constitution, stick to your principles. We will prosper. We will be free. We can do it. I think that had to be crushed. And I think both parties wanted to crush it. And I think that's part of what that is. I think the Antifa and the neo-Nazi thing is part of that. I want to go through a couple more. First, I want to take a call Um. I am going to Jenny in Atlanta. Hi, Jenny. You're on with Monica.
0: Hi, Monica. Thank you for taking my call. I'm going to make it quick because I know we're going to have a lot of time. But I just wanted to say that there is a, another perspective about this. And I think that there we're working between, in two worlds, the natural and the spiritual. And Dr. Martin Luther King understood this. He uh, wanted civil rights bill, of course, for you know African Americans, but he wanted civil rights for all Americans, right? So it has to do with you talk about New World Order and origin, the indoctrination of communism. And I say to people, if you go back and study totalitarianism and all of these other um, New World Order want us to submit to that, you're going to find the occult, okay? Jenny, every, I didn't
1: see that coming. Tell me okay. more.
0: And, and through every generation all right. And this is, this is what I'm I'm asking you all to watch out for and remember what I say because I believe with all my heart, um, I come from out of a natural secular, but I have a spiritual perspective. I want to say to you all, study it yourself. What God says today happens in the future. All those prophetic words come to pass a hundred percent. Nobody's been able to refute that. Study it yourself. Mark these words. You're going to find. Um, you're going to find extreme persecution and murder in the near future in the United States, okay? Jenny, um, you scaring me. You mentioned the working white guy.
1: Let's keep this theoretical, Jenny. You're scaring me. No, I'm just kidding. No, no just no, no. I'll let you finish. I, I, I'm not taking it lightly. Uh, right. I get it. Dad, give me just right. They're wrap They're taking it up.
0: out every element in society. But when you mention the working white guy, anything that will help us unite who wrote the family yes.
1: yeah. and our
0: values. Mm-hmm. So whether you disagree with me or not, but there are people who are coming from many other religions, Satanists, former, I should say, atheists, they they understand. We can only understand to some extent, but until you del- delve into good versus evil, no, we don't have a perfect president and whatnot. But there are they are being manipulated and, and played. So, But I stand behind our president, because I see a spiritual aspect of it. There's only a group of remnant throughout generations who believe like I do. I already know that. But I promise you, in time, you're going to see. It's the Moses thing when the sources try to trump the miracles that he did, because it's to sway the people from belief in God that something outside of the natural is involved in our world. Okay.
1: All right. Now Um, that's, um, that's a lot to digest Jenny. So let me try to um, respond. I do not usually go down the road of the occult and I, I try, I feel like there's only so much a person can do in this life, you know? So my priority is my family and then uh, this, this show, which I feel like is a kind of responsibility to talk about these ideas And I stick with what I absolutely know, which is I do believe that our rights are our protection against tyranny, whether it's kind of earthly mercenary tyranny or uh, occultism. I do run across, because I always look for the deeper explanation of things, a lot of stuff that talks about occultism. And if you look at things that regard secret societies like Bohemian Grove or at Skull and Bones, they have weird rituals that uh, you know, you can't, they look, they're rituals, you know, and, and that in itself is a cult, occult, a- cult-like. So there could be elements of that. I don't know if they're real powers or if they are um, powers that are meant to control how how the lower members think about it. I really don't know how deep it goes. Um I don't think that Trump is outside of that echelon though although I think he appears to be and you can look at it as uh, weird little facts that go back to like the J is for John Donald J Trump his uncle John was the guy who got all of Tesla's um materials upon his death on behalf of the government Dr. John Trump which has potentially the secrets of free energy you know and suppressing that stuff is uh you know, I I don't think that's an act of goodness. So I feel like that deep state thing is is a part of Trump's history. And we could argue that uh, it's like a little bit beyond my ken. But I do agree with you, Jenny, that people should investigate that and come up with their own opinions of what what is that force that I say is above parties, even above countries and nationalities that is at work. I mean, we always say they, they, they. There are a lot of these, Bilderbergers, Bohemian Groves, that, but there's there, there might be a unifying force there. There certainly were uh, Satanists who have powerful cultural influence in the sixties. Alistair Crawley, even the um he had connections with L. Ron Hubbard and Scientology. I mean, some of these cults do trace back to some of that kind of black magic stuff. Look up uh Jack Parsons, um, who started JPL the or was a Part of that rocket science stuff. Very interesting. I got to take a real quick call, Larry, and Kennesaw. I get, get. I'll give you one minute. Hello. Sorry, Larry. You're on with Monica. Can you can you tell me what you got in one minute?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, among everything else that's out there, I think an underreported story is the uh, sort of the usurping by the judiciary of the executive branch's uh, functions. Specifically speaking, the district judges that are striking down the immigration uh, bans and that kind of thing. I think that. Um, it's an important story. I think it's uh, underreported because many in the media, you know, just like the way it went. But I think it can have uh, some ramifications down the road for us.
1: Oh, that's such an interesting point, And it completely was uh, off my radar. The judiciary. I went to law school. I went to Stanford Law School. And there were large segment, segments of our learning about how these decisions were what are called policy decisions, which is totally was justified by Stanford Law School. Um, or at least accept it as a reality, but it is, it's is—it's clearly outside of the purview of the separation of powers. And without those checks and balances, and without our Bill of Rights, I mean, that's what's supposed to allow this uh, self-limiting government experiment to work. We can't let these things go. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Uh, I'll give you another one of my top stories and what I think is behind it after the break. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show.
0: Monica Perez. Well, no one's going to top that. On News 95.5 at a.m. 750 WSB.
1: 61 outside the studio. Skies are overcast. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. We're talking about what I was thinking were the top 20... Stories of 2017 as they fold into a couple of big overarching agendas like divide and conquer, lose sight of the basic principles and rights that founded this country, push power to the top, centralized power, collectivism over individualism, um, and of course the plain old, plain old, uh, increase the debt, military-industrial complex kind of um, cronyism stuff. Those are the big memes, I think, that uh, pervade politics always, and this year is no exception. But Jenny called and said we should look to the occult for some of the reasons behind some of the evil that we see. Um, all this stuff that I'm talking about there being a back, uh, you know, a, a reason, a motive power that gets us to a goal that we is not good for us, she's saying is driven um, by occult forces and activities, uh, she might be right. I don't know. But Binkley said one of the things that I had on my list, um, which is this move towards vulgarity and violence, which I've noticed for for a year and a half now. I think I was the first person to notice it. You have you you can tie that in with what Jenny was saying, right?
2: Yeah. Part of the vulgarity was used by the Bolsheviks to create what's called a combat party of protesters, and they used it to, like Jenny was saying, to kind of break up the family and change the behavioral norms of their followers.
1: Because it actually causes conflict to be uncivil like that? Wow, that is so interesting. You know, and I'm a bit of a vulgarian, but I have to say... As my kids are getting older, I feel like there is an impact. I'm trying to rein it in. My dad was a truck driver. I love him to death. I thought it was cool, but maybe it's not right for a soccer mom. I don't know. <laughs> but let's, we've got, I've still got half of my list left and only an hour to do it. So, And I'm happy to hear y'all's list, 404 872 or 1-800-WSB-TALK or at Monica Perez Show.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile.